The following is part two of a two-part podcast, so if you're interested in understanding what's going on, make sure that you're caught up on the previous part. Um, uh, do you mean in philosophy or in action? Like, let me, like, let me, uh, um, this is really, this is really contrived, but let me say this. Let's say you're walking down the street and a car accident happens next to you. A person Mm -hmm. pulls themselves out of the wreck. They're very, very close to death. However, there's some kind of wacky doctor and they have equipment on them that allows them to inject into you a siphon and start siphoning your blood. Turns out you have the same blood type. It works out. Okay. And unfortunately, their only shot at living relies on you continuing to allow them to siphon your blood. You don't know this individual and you have no legal obligation to them. Do you think that you should be forced to maintain that connection to this person for months? Or do you think you'd have a right to say, I'm sorry, this isn't my business. I'm sorry. Goodbye. And you unplug it and you allow them to die. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's a hypothetical so far out of range. I don't even understand how to how to address I can, it. I, I can come say... up with a, less, with a less unlikely one if you want. But like in that context, do you think you'd have a right to disconnect yourself from that person? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So what if you, so here, here, this could actually happen. Well, it wouldn't because of how our legal system works, but let's say that you're in a, you live in a rural town. Very I mean, rural. Well, I'll say this. You don't have a, have a obligation usually to perform a self-sacrifice for someone else. My religion does say I do, but the law, you know, does not. Okay. Okay. I acknowledge that. Let's say that you live in a very, in a rural community and you drunk drive. It's like what I'm sorry, I don't I don't think you do that, but like let's say you do it. You get in a car accident, you wake up in the hospital. There are two people lying next to each other in a bed. You, you're fine. You're going to live. The person next to you is the victim in the other car. Their only shot at living is a blood transfusion from you, a connection that you're going to have to maintain for a long time before they're able to recover. In that situation, we have another factor, which is important to the pregnancy thing. It's your fault that person is there. If you get Mm. pregnant, unless you were raped, you did have sex, then you get pregnant. I mean, that's what happens. Uh, That is important to factor in. But in this instance, it is your fault that a person's life is now dependent on your uh, bodily autonomy being violated. Do you have a legal or moral right to say, I'm sorry, and get up out of there, leaving the person to die, even though they're in that position because of you? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would have a moral, I believe I'd be morally compelled to, you know, give my blood to them for as long as they needed it if it kept them alive. Okay, that's totally if fine. I, especially if I caused it. I mean, that's kind of the the thing that changes those two analogies is the one that's most like pregnancy is that usually... You're the, the one who prompts it, yeah. But the difference usually. is... Morally, and, and, and there's a responsibility with every action. You know that you have to take responsibility for what you do. Of course, yeah. Morally, and you can't make the unborn person pay with their life for you to have conven- convenience. I think I do think it gets complicated in rape. That, that may be you know, the case, but legally, the state could never stop you from walking away. The state could press charges against you for drunk driving, the initial action, but it could never press charges against you for refusing to allow your body to keep the other person alive. And that is the argument that I make. 
Whether or not you think abortion is immoral, I do not weigh in on. It must, however, remain legal, because to abandon the legality of abortion is to open up the possibility that the state has the right to ence utilitarian will on other people from you. You could start to get in situations- But I, I, I think the state does have that right in the case of saving lives. I, I do think it does, and it regularly does. So you think the state should be able to force you there? Like you wake up from a drunk car accident, and it's like, whoops, for nine months, you're in this hospital bed. Like that's the, you think the state should have that power to hold you there and to arrest yeah. you if you I, leave? I mean, I think it would be, it's entirely reasonable. I'm saying it's not, it, it may not be plausible. That's a uh, overreach of government entirely, power that I am not entirely comfortable with. It depends on if the state wants to get involved in, in, if the state wants to get involved in ethics and it does. It's just interesting to me that you'd be willing to go this authoritarian on this issue, but you think that like enforcing masks or lockdowns is too far. What about like, what about if you smoke and secondhand smoke ends up getting people around you sick and the government's like, all right, we're going to just tear out your organs and donate them to other people. It's your fault that these people got sick. Their lives yeah, are now on the... I wouldn't do that. I've heard the same thing where like, if, uh, you know, if there are six people who can be saved by your organs and the government just took your life and redistributed your organs. And if you, if you had cancer, let's say you were going to die. The, you have a right to life that goes beyond utilitarianism. That's where I go against the eugenics program is I'm not a utilitarian. I don't believe that your life is based on how practical and efficient it is because I believe a person dying on, you know, of old age at 78 doesn't lose one bit of right to their life as to the person who's but one that, day old that or would the be criminal. That would be a legal consequence of what you're describing, though, if with the illegality of abortion and making it legal to hold people essentially hostage to make sure that they can continue to donate their blood or whatever. What you'd essentially be saying is, as long as the situation here is your fault, the body, the state can violate your bodily autonomy and use your body to keep other people alive, yeah. even if it ends up keeping you at great inconvenience yeah. or hospitalizing you. Yeah, but the problem is, no matter what you choose, the state is going to invade a bodily autonomy. So it's going to invade the bodily autonomy of the mom and force her to carry it, or it's going to invade the bodily autonomy of the unborn human being and destroy it through no choice of its own. So the state's going to commit a sin either way. The difference is the baby is the one person who didn't um, vote to come here. They're innocent. They're voiceless, so they're the greatest minority among us. They're the ultimate lower class person who we need to have compassion toward, and they need someone to advocate for them. And I would be, I wish it was the state. I think the state, especially a state that claims life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, which is a lie under our Supreme Court and under our Constitution, given abortion is legal. We need to remove that. Yeah, just... This is just like incredibly. Just keep it liberty and pursuit of happiness. So there's a critical there's a critical distinction here, and it's that the bodily autonomy of the fetus isn't being violated in an abortion because you don't rely on the fetus's existence for life. The fetus relies on yours. The fetus is the one. If we're to consider both of them agents with equal levels of bodily autonomy, the fetus is the one imposing on the bodily autonomy of the mother. The mother isn't imposing on the bodily autonomy of the fetus. So in that case, the removal of the fetus would actually be a mm. respectful decision with regards to the mother's uh, bodily autonomy, and it would be neutral but, with but, regards but to the fetus. But a fetus doesn't make itself, so it can't be bodily autonomous. It has to be made by two other people. So they're already responsible when it is formed. 
So the, the fetus becomes the victim. In fact, what happens is the fetus is the only victim. Can we get the fetus on the stand <laughs> to defend itself? I mean, well, at, when at, you, well get, you, all of us were once fetuses, so we all went through that process. All of us did. There's not a single human being at, that we that we know of that was not once a fetus. So all all you're looking at is just a, a basic understanding of believing in a trajectory and knowing where this thing's going to go. Yeah, just we, if if fetuses don't have bodily autonomy, as you've conceded, then this is essentially a null argument. The the, the state just can't involve itself in this. This is one of those well, unfortunate situations. So there, was just, there are lots of immoral things. I don't believe abortion's immoral, but even if I were to sure. believe that, there are lots of immoral things the state can't really legislate because there's no way for them to do so without inflicting sure. a lot of damage on our, on our legal rights. And in this case, I think that would be the case here. If we really wanted to, we could probably put a stop to a lot of crime if we were to do like Patriot Act to Electric Boogaloo and have them op just open up all of our electronic data for the government to survey directly and to expand the rights for warrants to be issued. Like we could do all these well, things. But, but they, they do it anyways. I mean, and there's really no difference in your argument between the baby that is dependent on the mom and after birth, if she has it two days later, they're both completely healthy and repaired. And she puts the baby in an abandoned house and just walks away. The baby is still dependent on her, but we try her for murder. Yeah, Why? But because what, we what, have to he's designate. Still, he's still because, dependent on her. Is he a tumor or is he a fingernail that we have to clip off? And is it overly burdensome of her? You go, no, no. Actually, you really should uh, get tried for murder on that. So one. this is this is the um, what's it called? The fallacy of the what's it called when you can't find like the line. Um, the issue is at some point we have to designate an arbitrary point in time at which somebody assumes responsibility for the well-being of the baby. Once a baby is born or a fetus is born, it's no longer uh, directly physically dependent on the nutrients that it receives from the womb. And for that reason, it's kind of in a different category. Now, I do think that it is immoral and should be illegal to just leave a freshly born baby somewhere where it's but, going but to die. But you still can't stop it. Like you said, you can't stop the woman from having an abortion. You also can't stop the woman from te technically, you can't stop it from her leaving it in the building. You can't. That was your other argument. Was well, it's, that it's not that we no no. no. It. It's not that we can't stop it. We we can arrest the woman if we need to. The issue you is can that arrest we can't, her when she aborts a baby. Too. We can't make abortion illegal without implicitly threatening our right to bodily autonomy in ways that have a lot of really scary consequences. But like I said, you're life. you're dude. This is already a. You're begging the question because the question, the question is. The begging the question: Is it alive? Is the being alive? And so by no, whether it's alive is irrelevant them, to the to the legal you've already argument. run over that being's bodily autonomy by destroying it. No, whether or not it's alive, obviously it's biologically alive. But whether or not it's alive it, or a person it is or a in human, fact scientifically human okay, life. Whether or not it, it is is irrelevant to the argument that I'm making with regards is, to it bodily is autonomy. It is relevant because there's two bodies that you have to consider, and you're only making the argument based on one. No, so that's begging the question. The, yeah, because the the fetus's bodily autonomy isn't being violated by the mother. It's not being violated by the mother when she walks away from it being. It's still a bottle of yeah, bodily because at that point the baby is born and we completely dependent on her. And she goes, if I'm you not going really to slavery. I'm walking out. We're kind of stuck on this. Yeah. Okay. Point, I just I wait. I just want to say there has to be okay. a designation where we change the way we treat um, fetuses slash babies with regards to their bodily autonomy. And the point of birth is the most obvious one. 
like for very clear reasons. It's no longer uh, again, dependent I, I think on the, the womb. I think the obvious one is the point of conception. No, but you can't, you can't do that without violating the bodily autonomy of the mother. I know, but Vaush, you just now told me two sentences ago that the line is arbitrary. So is the, it arbitrary or is it an absolute? No, the line is arbitrary after the point of birth because the before the point of birth, the fact remains that the vo bodily autonomy of the mother is being violated if the state forces her to yeah. continue to carry a child to term. Now, if you really want to, I'll take the hard take. You could justify philosophical arguments for post-birth abortion. If you really wanted to try, I don't. And frankly, I think it's not necessary to split hairs there. If we're going to make the decision that, hey, it's no longer, this is no longer a point where we're going to make this argument, birth seems like the logical one. Plus, after birth, there are other things you can do with the baby you don't want. You can put it up for adoption. What are you going to do if it's in your womb? You either abort it or you deal with it for nine months, you know? Like well, no, because now we have babies that are born uh, able to survive after five months. So the idea that you can't remove the baby medically, but a woman has a right to a dead baby in this country. Wait, the Constitution do protects her because they could say we could legally remove this thing and it would live. And they go, no, she has a right to that thing being dead. I, I don't, that is a constitutional abomination under this country. You you're using a lot of really loaded language. Could, Look, if if instead well, of aborting, no, so civil rights for so civil rights for the handicapped. I'm just saying wait, it's wait, all hold, loaded wait, hold on, language. No, you don't have to advocate for civil rights using loaded emotional language. And additionally, if you would rather like instead of aborting six month old fetuses, instead you like deliver them and like artificially yeah. incubate them or something then that's yeah. fine sure we can do that like as long as the mother has the right to get it the fuck out of her womb um i, I don't get why you have to cuss it's not that big of a burden it, it didn't do anything wrong uh, wait, wait wait come on you can say the fetus didn't do anything wrong Bosh, which is true but you can't say cuss it in front of the fetus Bosh. you're right i apologize <laughs> yeah, was most unbecoming i checked of me. the box that this was that's uh, the was, was for kids only yeah look i don't i don't have a uterus but i'm pretty sure that carrying a baby for nine months has a lot of downsides to it i'm pretty sure that's like a thing that people shouldn't have to have forced on them by the state it's not forced on most people to freely choose to go in and and perform the function that causes it. And, and then like all of our little snowflake millennials, they don't want to face the repercussions of their decision. And they want to take a pill and make it go away, make someone else pay wait, for their own nope. lack of responsibility. It's, it's, wait, it doesn't. Wait, wait, you can make this as much of a boomer argument as you want with all the like millennials won't take advantage of their shit. First of all, people in your generation were still getting coat hanger abortions back before my father was born. OK, so I don't want yeah, to hear it about all, and, yeah, I don't want to hear it about uh, our uh, generation. Really, OK. Second, wait, hold on, hold on. Second yeah, of numbers all, numbers so small, they're nothing compared to legal abortions. Not wait, also, not true. All of you guys discredit Ugh. yourself because you were all born. So unless wait, you wait, were, wait, wait. oh, there's so I many stupid arguments here. First, wait. First of all, being born doesn't mean that you can't take a principled position on the legal arguments surrounding yeah. abortion. Well, okay? very easy for you to take away the rights of someone else. They're not. It's wait. Very, this isn't right. You, wait, you're the one arguing to take away the rights of living women. Yeah. Well, Doug, well, one, Doug, one of us just, it's just, just like, wait, can life. I can I read a quote really quickly without being interrupted? Sure. I really like this quote. This might be my favorite quote ever. OK, it's the only quote that I'll ever read that I like that has anything the fuck to do with babies. OK, 
The unborn are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They are morally uncomplicated. Unlike the incarcerated, the addicted, or the chronically poor, they don't resent your condescension or complain that you are not politically correct. Unlike widows, they don't ask you to question the patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or childcare. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that racial, cultural, and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. It's almost as if by being born, they have died to you. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege, without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are in short, the perfect people to love if you claim you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, orphans, all the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, they all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. The frustration that I have with these arguments is you're trying to posture as some advocate for the rights of a marginalized group when your entire political position is about shitting on everyone else. I've read up on you. I know that you deliberately misgender, I, like, well, hold on, wanna, trans journalists who you don't like. I, I know you're anti-BLM. Hardcore that. bullshit. I, so, that was my next, that was my next and topic. If I, and I, I was almost, into, I uh, promise you, I'm at the, I'm at the cliffside i'm almost okay, done okay it frustrates me when somebody who has made a point to reject all forms of civil responsibility or advocacy for the um for the uh for the 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 uh, uh, the oppressed is going to like take a hill on this and advocate for removing women's rights to have an abortion as though you are the one like defending rights it's actually really disgusting well and, well, and i think it's a it's equally uh stupid to claim that you're for women when women who have abortions and have a much higher rate of suicide than they ever did with coat hanger abortions. You're not Wait, pro what? woman. You're for killing the mom. You're crueler to whoa, moms. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, and you want to? No, I'm just, I'm just reflecting the way that you just now talked. Is impugning? That's what you're just making your shit up. Character then. for your position. You, dude, you have no idea what my my family has done for the unborn. What my family does for people. How can you do anything fact, for them? The They're money unborn. that I made on my YouTube channel, the hundred and fifty thousand dollars I made in the last four weeks on my YouTube channel, we will donate uh, a, a tithe of that to a local pregnancy clinic, about fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, and that money will probably save. Three people's lives. Three people. Is, you know, this is virtue signaling, who right? Who wouldn't have come into this life with your politics? You welfare programs. When you say now, when they grow up, you can go and tell them how selfish I am and how little I care about them after they're born. But between the two of us, any unborn do you, child. Wait, do you support welfare would, programs? Would hope they lived in a country with my philosophy over you. Do you so support welfare? Uh, wait, 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 Hold on. This is okay. funny because like three lives saved versus the 400,000 dead, but we don't need any lockdowns. Wait, I'm sorry. Do you support welfare programs? What about any tax reductions for like new parents? Uh, I'm sorry. Or what about an expansion of public I'm sorry, education? 400,000 COVID patients, but 1 million abortions, moron. I'm sorry. 1 million. That you have personally uh, stopped. And, and, and Vouch, Vouch. He can't answer the question, you, by the way. You don't care, Vouch. You don't care. All okay. Right. I, I so, was just kind of wondering. Oh, I'm sorry, Vouch. I, I just, just like I, the quote when they when they're born, it's as though they die to the advocate for the unborn because this guy doesn't yeah, give a fuck if children starve six time, months whatever. after they're born. It's a huge virtue signal for people who like to pretend they this? embody the religious values that they virtue signal about. It's oh, super well, pathetic. Whatever. Yeah, and you is know what? Like, you know what? You don't care about people with masks either. You just get off on telling people what to do. 
that's just impugning someone's character. Who cares? It's not an argument. Doug, Doug, Doug. I was wondering, this pregnancy clinic, is this like, is this the thing a woman has to go to by law before she gets an abortion? Is that what it is? No, not, not in this state. Any woman can go to either one. But what they do is they do give you a, uh, an ultrasound and they, they offer the woman counseling and we give them free diapers and clothing and a place to live if they need it. And it's, it offers them an alternative to Planned Parenthood is all. Could you put, could you put an extra 1500 down, uh, for those three kids in like an annuity fund or something? So when they turn 18, they got a little cash, go to yeah. a strip club or something. What about yeah. Medicare for well, all? I, well, the, the first job is to bring them in alive. And the next job is to get them in college. So, Doug, yeah. I want to throw a couple terms at you. You tell gap. me what you think. Sure. Doug, Doug, how about gender abolition? When I say that to you, what what do you think about that, Doug? I don't know what that means, but uh, let me let me see if I can unpack it. So, you believe in the abolition of gender, meaning there we no longer talk about the differences between bi's and trans or whatever, and just kind of admit that it's all a giant gray kind of scale that anyone can choose whatever they want, no matter what gender they actually are by biology uh, do you want to answer that one or shall yeah, I? Uh, you i was just kind of setting it up i think that's i mean that's that's in the ballpark yeah i mean sex and gender yeah. are different obviously like the a penis is different from a vagina but the fact you know yeah like you can be born with a penis like yeah i'm a woman like nobody really gives an issue i'm a level of gender neutrality and a gender abolitionist that i say why not just call a penis a vagina and a vagina and penis or call it a nose and a heart, and then just tell the doctor when he does surgery on you, just, you know, I'm having a penis attack, and you clutch your chest, because these these objects have no meaning. They have no You know, the funny, the funny thing is, no matter, no matter what you went to the doctor for, you could technically say I'm having a dick attack. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I don't know what the meme was. You know, trans people generally call, like, penises penises, right? And, like, vaginas vaginas. That's all, like, biological stuff. It's mostly yeah. about like identification and how you're treated by society. Well, but they they do say men can have a period, and that men can have a baby. Mm -hmm. So I I that's kind of like calling a penis a vagina. Now, men, and well, kind men of with a womb can point. do those things. Yeah, like they'd have to have the womb, of course, but they could do it. Yeah. No, a man a man when he gets his operation done, he does not have a he does not have a period. It does not his he does not get a uterus with a, with it builds up compounds that are made to feed a baby and then once a month it doesn't get flushed out no that's not what happens there, to men. there are there are men who have gotten pregnant yeah they're just trans like they're assigned oh. female birth and they're like i'm a man blame it's just it's, it's sex the sexuality stuff it's just become such a freak show that can we get really a anyone can wait wait, wait what's the freak show? wait hold on i we're all pro freedom here right what's wrong with letting people decide what they want to do with their life i'm no i'm fine with that i'm saying if if someone else says uh, I'm a rabbit, I don't have an obligation to feed them carrots and call them a rabbit and bunny boy. I can just say, no, actually, you're I'm autonomous too. You're autonomous. You think you're a rabbit, and I'm autonomous, and I think you're a human male. Okay, gotcha. You you there? By saying, the way, you are legally freedom. obligated to call um, rabbit people bunny boys. That is something that you actually have to do. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's unpack yeah. this. So that was the attack helicopter joke. So. Do you recognize that there was a difference between gender and species? That these are different things? You mean gender and sex? No, gender and species. A species is a very specific 
um, biological delineation, which you can empirically defer to with regards to genomes and hereditary behaviors and a bunch of other really complicated stuff that's beyond me. I, that's not my major. Whereas gender is a series of social norms and collected sort of responsibilities and expectations which are associated with sex. Yeah. yeah. So if a person well, said, I'm a bunny rabbit, that is a factually incorrect statement unless they're a bunny rabbit and, and they can talk. Whereas if a person said, I'm a woman, as long as that was a thing they believed to be true, that could, that's a, yeah, a true statement. Yeah. My problem is using the word gender. Gender, it, it had one meaning, which is what I believe it as, the classic meaning. And then they invented a new word called gender, where they said that it meant whatever you want to feel about sexuality, you can identify yourself as. So back when I was I was raised on a farm, you know, in Turlock in fourth grade, and they would, uh, you know, you'd have to you'd have to gender chickens to find out, you know, if you got to put the rooster with the hen, you'd you'd gender them, um, and you would uh, check their genitals and go, oh, this is a this is a male and this I, one's. A I've female. always heard it as you sex them, like I sex you my, sex my them lizards. also, yeah, you sex them. That's another word for it because the words used to be interchangeable. And now gender means, you know, you can... You, Do you think you it's might... wrong that the word's definitions have colloquially expanded? Yeah, I, I wish they used a different word. They should just call it, they should just call it, this is how I, you know, I, I think call, saying I identify as is more accurate because you're saying regardless of my biology... I project my own personal expression into this is that I can say I'm a rabbit or I'm a woman or I'm a, you know, a water faucet. But what, I can be anything what, I what want. What role does biology have in like interactions between people on a day-to-day -day basis? Like if a trans woman says I'm a woman, what information yeah. is being lost by way of me not knowing that they were assigned male at birth? Well, they're not a woman. Well, sure I mean, they are, because, but like, what am I losing? Wait, a man that identifies as a woman is a woman? No, a woman that identifies as a woman is a woman. Oh, well, a woman that identifies as a woman is a woman. Yeah, <laughs> but I completely agree. a man who identifies as a woman is not a woman. That's right, so argument, your issue right? isn't with the term gender. Your issue is with the concept of people being things other than that which they were assigned at birth, right? Yeah, and Vosh, I'm, I, Vosh, I'm, only, I'm only suspicious that they took the word gender the same way they took the word marriage. See, the left tries to win arguments uh. by taking words and vocabulary. They play little word games and then they say, and then they try and abolish the original. They go, see, there's no such thing as just man, woman, marriage. What do you mean, what do you mean they took over the definition of marriage? They, was, they invent words. Well, and, how, and that's how you win an argument are by inventing a word. All words are invented. The word marriage was invented by humans. Like we made yeah, it but I mean, uh, Yeah, but you know what I mean by, by, by new invention of words that don't exist. It's like but all if words I walked don't around and if I popularized the word Christophobe, as all people who turn down Jesus Christ are Christophobes. You're a Christophobe, and these other boys aren't Christian. They're not followers of Christ. They're Christophobes. You go, I'm not, that, that sounds like a medical condition. I'd go, yeah, it's an irrational hatred of Christians or what Jesus if it, Christ. What if it got entered in the dictionary and people started using it colloquially? Yeah, to describe I, it? I still wouldn't buy it. I'd go, you know what? That is, uh, that is obviously a word made up to win an argument. Wait, but and that's it, how it words does work. And it doesn't have... Um, it, it didn't. It didn't earn its way 
through the normal forms of like growing up through Latin. And, I think if it's and, and wait, having wait. an accurate term, you have to def, you have to define it the word. You have to end up having to destroy the word Christophobe because wait, you know, it has we're no talking legal over, meaning. We're talking over Skype right now. All of the terminology yeah. which describes online behavior and interactions has been invented in the past thirty years. Like. We're, we're right now we're using a medium the language which describes it is entirely divorced from the latin language sure so is email not a is not a word what about like cybersecurity or like, like no my my problem is in that they steal words that already exist and recombine them so if i say marriage? look i mean this as a total compliment vosh you're a nazi i mean it as a total compliment it means nice guy run mm -hmm. from nazi you'd go hey I know what that word means. And I go, no, no, you don't understand. This is the way we all mean it now. Okay. And you'd go, well, why did you do that? But so what you're, so I understand the argument that you're making and it's that the yeah. left, rather than making like the moral arguments, will just try to sneakily redefine terms. The issue yeah. is that like with regards to marriage, uh, same sex couples have been fighting for marriage rights for nearly a century in this country. I, well, in reality, quite a bit longer than that, but in the public space yeah. around that time. The idea that the left just like sneakily redefined the term is not the case. They've been pushing for it very hard. Many of them lost their lives to it in riots and in fights with the police and in poor treatment from the government, like with the HIV crisis. So to say that it just got like snuck in is, is, is not mm -hmm. the case. The 2015 decision by the Supreme Court was the end result of an incredibly long and hard-fought battle on the part of marginalized people to fight for their civil rights, which they got. Uh, well, how, but how is that bad? The, the courts can still recognize or, or claim to recognize that a man can be a woman. What does that mean? But but that doesn't mean that a man can be a woman. That's all I'm saying. Is I get it that that the new definition of all these gender abolition and stuff, the idea that you can destroy it. Men will still always be men, and women will still always be so, women. Hold on. And facts are facts are, are just a bitch. You can't get around. I don't them. know what facts. Two you men think can't make are, a baby. Okay. You, two men wait, can't. Wait, get wait, wait, please. This be, we, we all know what you're going to say. We've all a heard every sentence of it. Period. So, and a woman can't have a penis, and there's two genders. Okay, thank you. So. You completely backed off. Is a myth. You completely backed <laughs> yeah, off the gay marriage thing. Like you completely backed off of it because you knew your argument was fucking stupid. So your qualification initially was the word was stolen. Notice how you're not actually making a prescriptive argument. You're just arguing that it was like sneaky of the left to redefine words. Marriage wasn't redefined like as a term. Only I, I the don't know if it's sneaky or not. I, I know it's the what they do. Purview, it's a fake way to win an argument. It's it's not wait, no, stop. You aren't like the victim of a conspiracy. You just lost. The majority of Americans support same sex marriage now. I it's did, done. I did. I, I do not care if the whole if all of America This is how Jesus language is God works. and you have to and you have to be saved. Would you agree with them? No, of course not. These wait, because, but these aren't matters of empirical consideration. The definition wrong, of marriage Bob. isn't empirical. Where did we find the definition of marriage anyway? Did we find it like inscribed in a stone tablet? We made it up. We made uh, the word I, up along with every other word that exists. Sure. And you know, you can make up the same okay, way. So you wait, made up stop, the word wait, please. You see, maybe it has no fixed you meaning. You say it nothing has be... fixed meaning. You say so much dumb shit. We just need to go by point by point. Okay. So yeah. with the gay marriage argument, I don't know why you keep acting like this was some like sneaky effort on the left to redefine words. I, fine, the question not, was marriage is a marriage is both certainly. I don't know where you're getting can off. Wait, on wait, can I finish part? a point without I know he's like super mad, but I need to get through this. So No, but you keep dude, you you keep dominating. I'm sitting here waiting for you to end you go off on a rant you call All me right. stupid you don't make a point 
Okay, I'll call Let's, you stupid uh, less. I'm sorry that was rude of me. So, with gay marriage, this wasn't any redefining words. The term marriage referred to matrimony and a bunch of legal shit between two people, and now it's been expanded, so same-sex couples get to benefit from that as well. It's that it's very, sure. very simple. This wasn't like some Orwellian redefining of terms. With regards to trans people, men and women, or whatever, we recognize the fact that gender and sex mean two different things. We know that. Because words only exist insofar as we define them. And as far as I can tell, I won this argument because according to the dictionary and basically every medical institution on the planet, gender and sex mean two different things. So let's operate in this reality, the one where they mean two different things. So in a world where they mean two different things, in a system where we can decide which outcomes are most beneficial to people, it seems like the best thing that we can do for people who are born with penises, but, are, but feel like women, who they want to live the lived experience of a woman, is to call them a woman. We're not saying they don't have a penis, if they have a penis. I guess you shouldn't say that like in public for no reason, because that's kind of rude, yeah. but we're not redefining anything. We're not redefining terminology. In reality, what you say defines a man or a woman is not the historical definition, because the I current know, definition I, used I, by people- Do I have an like, obligation to acknowledge the historical definition? I don't care. I'm so not gonna wait, call a You woman just a man. said it has so, to be Latin. Wait, where are your yeah. standards coming from? Dude, you just now came up with all this arguments for why women should have a, be autonomous with her body. Your Shouldn't I not be like... autonomous with my own mind? And if I think a woman is a woman, if a woman has a, if a person has a vagina, they're a woman. Why do you not let me have my own autonomous wait, body can, wait, now? Do you think I'm trying to legislate out your ability to be a transphobe? You no, it's much it. easier it's just, just to get all my people fired if we disagree. Well, yeah, that's wait, yeah, yeah. and you, you have a legal right to be a racist as well, and you might get fired if you are. Like, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, it works. Well, you have a legal right to murder babies, so who cares? No, I don't. I have a, I have a, if I had a womb, then I would have a legal right to an abortion, but even that we're starting to lose. So earlier you said that all words have to go through like the Latin process. You realize that nowadays most transphobes define sex and gender as being chromosomal. People didn't know what chromosomes were 300 years ago. So obviously the definition of what a man and a woman mean changed differently. If you look at Greek and Roman literature or Norse literature, their understanding of what differentiated men from women was incredibly different to what we do today. If you go in other cultures like India, you'll find some shit that like, like some crazy fucking shit compared to what we have today and yeah. all of this well, is equally one thing correct. that i know is that every single one of us were born of one man and one woman so you're now you can not engaging with the you argument you were you're born of two dads or a dad and a dog or a dad mm. and, a, and a and a unicorn i don't care i know I know what a man. You need and a, a nap. Do you need a sippy cup? Are you too angry to engage in the conversation? I can tell no, you're not I, even listening to me when I talk. I know what a man and a woman is, and so do you, Vosh. Now that you participate in a madness of our culture that says, "Well, maybe my Ooh, mom is a now dad, you're making maybe the spicy arguments." Dad is a woman, and maybe two people can have a baby. Maybe a man can have a period. It's delusional. Now, you could enter into that if you want, and I don't care, Vosh. If every single person in the world enters into the into that, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. have no obligation to do it. Nobody's saying you have an obligation. Nobody's forcing you legally to do anything. So you said it was madness. Can you explain how it's madness exactly? Let's engage with the arguments because so far you've made very few. You've backed off so a couple ones you already made. Yeah, when you say madness, do you are you are you saying like like mentally diagnosable? Is that what you're saying? No, no, not not okay. clinical. I think okay. it is a I think it is a the kind of cultural mass madness like you might see of men thinking they can own another man, let's say, own an, a black man, gotcha. or maybe wait, that would, but they uh, could the kind own, of wait, but they did. That would think of Jews as rats so you can experiment on them. It's a kind of a madness where you go, 
hey, trans people uh, is like the uh, Holocaust. Uh, gotcha. Hey, a, a man can be a woman. That's madness. Okay, wait. No, 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 is... hold on. Wait, let's let's so let's run it through, okay? So I'm going to challenge you to make this argument without relying on definition because you've already acknowledged that A, words are subjectively defined, and B, you'll hold on to your principles no matter how many other people on earth disagree with you. So your argument yeah, isn't I mean, wait, 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 wait. Your argument isn't definitional. Is thing. So mean, your your argument is. isn't definitional. So I have to ask you, why can a person with a penis not be a woman? Because women don't have penises. That's you've why, why not? Can you find me a de dictionary definition of woman, which includes that? I would only point to your mom. Did your mom have a penis? I'm sorry. Does every woman have to have a penis? I know women with penises. My no women didn't. have ever had a penis, and no mom has ever had a penis. I'm just My asking. My mom's had a lot of penises. Wait, I know. Wait, I know experience. moms with penises. So these, you know, these are irrational arguments. So let's give it another shot. Can well, you it's explain irrational to me? say that a woman can have a penis? I'm only giving you an example Why? of. Why? Because you're. Because you, your your moms or women have wombs. Some of them do. Vaginas. I, I know this is news. This is what I mean by you, it's mad. You're not even engaging, dude. You're, you're lost. It's like you, Vash, between the two of us, you're the, you're the crazy person, buddy. You're the one saying that a you're woman coming off have a No, I'm asking you, but you can't answer because you know that you have no arguments here. The, fra the no, fact of the matter is, all, with your everything, wait, but I'm, wait, but I'm asking you. So explain. Okay. So the fact that some women have wombs isn't an argument that some women can't have penises. So why can't a woman have a penis? Uh, a woman can't have a penis because they don't. Okay, so you, you know, you can't, man, this is, so I'm the, I'm the mad one, but you're the one who has to resort to tautology in order to defend his position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn, yeah, it's I'll not surprising that. that you lost on every single academic circle and that every organization around the Western world unilaterally agrees with me. Like, yeah, it's I, pretty I crazy. That's some crazy far-left madness right there, you know? Yeah. Yes, it's true. One of us is mad. Okay, just, you know, <laughs> circular reasoning is, like, irrational, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Doug, Doug, uh, let's I'm not going to give your you mom were... a penis. Like, it's not going to hurt you if you accept trans people. Doug, let's say you were dating. Doug, let's say you were dating a woman, and uh, she was lovely, and things were going really well, and you got to a point where you were making out with her, and uh, you you reached down, and she had a penis. Uh, what's the next step? Yeah, what, what's what's like? We're like get do the trans you, you have panic to defense. at that point? At that point, since she was able to convince you she was a woman up until that point, are you obligated to finish off the date like a gentleman? No, no. I would say, you know what? You miss you misrepresented um, who you were. You represented yourself as a woman, and I'm, I thought I was dating a woman, and now I'm dating a man, and I'm out. Wait, how do they misrepresent okay. themselves if they never, if they, what if you never actually asked a cute, like, feminine person at the bar whether or not they were a woman? Well, I generally don't. I mean, yeah. So what? So what reason would what reason would she have to believe that she's doing oh. anything misleading with you? Yeah, I mean, it's no different than it would be no different than a gay man who is attracted to men, and he was dating what he thought was a man, and then he finds out that this man is actually a woman posing as a man, and he'd go, you know what? I want to bang what? me some men, and we're done. What I'm into gay, I'm gay, and I'm into men. Do you, again, so, do you mean, why don't you just use the term, so even if you hate trans people, why not just say trans man or trans woman? It makes your statements much more understandable and much yeah, less I don't, I, I, I'm not. I'm just, I'm not going to play word games. I'm, it's I'm not word you, I'm games. Not, it's just easier to understand what you're saying. 
Um, you're like, uh, when a gay no. man sees a man who he thinks is a man, but is actually a woman in disguise. Like, I don't know what the fuck well, you're talking well, Are you talking about a trans a, guy a, or a like a drag Like, I have no fucking clue. I'm not going to be primitive like you and try and project what sexuality they have. Maybe they're just a cross-dresser, a straight cross-dresser. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there are straight guys who dress up. Yeah, so so don't project onto them that they're trans. They could be I'm any not, one of seven wait, I'm not, genders. Wait, that's why don't I'm asking you to use to better other language. 76, son. I know that you only you're stuck on two. I'm just saying you got to open your mind, bro. It could be one of 78. Wait, Doug, what? you ever cross-dressed before? <laughs> no. no. Wait, not even yes. once. Wait, yes, yes. in in college. Okay. In college we did uh, a uh, a band competition, a, a lip sync competition competition and we picked a girl band and so i i did wear a dress did what you know that in it? um in ancient it greece was, um, the, the go-go's in ancient greece they actually said it was only gay if you were the one taking it in the ass so if you were just going around fucking dudes in the ass that wasn't gay at all like th like that was that was het behavior that was king behavior i mean you gotta admit that does at least sound better <laughs> wait oh so now we defer to arbitrarity okay so wait hold on let's wait let's let's go forward okay so you agree that you're not necessarily gay if you're fucking some femboy ass all right let's we can move from this okay hold on um all right so do you think that it would be gay then to have sex with a trans woman if you assuming you're a, a guy uh, is the trans woman uh, biologically a man? Or the, yes, like the like the Gre like the Grecian femboys, they would have been assigned male at birth. Yeah. I think Doug's computer You're broken. Broke. Yeah, Doug's computer froze. Is Wait, he real? No, this is this is what happened. <laughs> or God, is he just thinking? God, really hard? he short circuited. <laughs> God, I, he's like, so wait, hold on. His computer, his computer God, crashed when God he alt tabbed and started Internet, googling. So he wouldn't be forced to answer such a question. Thank he, you, God, for stepping in. For a minute there, I thought he was just thinking really hard. Yeah, yeah he, he he alt he alt tabbed, googled femboy porn, and his fucking Christ blocker on uh, on on Google Chrome <laughs> torpedoed his oh, no. fucking hard drive. Am I back? Hello. <laughs> yes, you're back now. There you go. Dang, I I thought I thought I lost you for good. <laughs> Not for good. Um, I don't know what happened. I didn't I didn't touch anything. No. Well, then you'd be very <laughs> unlike a Grecian aristocrat coming yeah, back after a he war. Brought me back. I don't know. God, he does. You know, <laughs> okay. I think we exhausted this. What's the next meme? Uh, we do have some more uh, questions that the audience have sent oh, in. Man. We'll try to get to as many of them as we can. Give me the ones that are yeah, mean to me. I fucking love being here, yelled at. Uh, we see um, a lot of people talking about the uh, false equivalence of bodily autonomy is brought up. Aren't you hurting the autonomy of the child when you tell them not to verbally harass their peers? Is the agreement that racist language is uh, had hurting your mind's autonomy? Uh, I don't know. Wait, we don't. So uh, to my, uh, to my knowledge, yeah, the state doesn't arrest too. Thank you, feed me. children for being mean adopted? to other children. Oh. I don't, I don't yeah. think. Is an adoptive parent any less apparent than a biological parent in social function? Nope, not at all. Yeah, I would say no also. Yeah. How much does, like, same blood come up in your day-to-day -day process of, like, raising a kid? Like, that's... I, I, I mean, I was born to my mom, and I have never been in a situation where my biological relation to her was relevant. The only time children's blood ever came into way when I was growing up was when I went to the liberal sacrifices. 
Uh, Goose Juice says, can Doug say groovy and tender in his Earthworm Jim voice? Also, thank you for Earthworm Jim. Launch the Cow comic. It's very nostalgic to me. Great comic. Loved yeah, I it. loved Earthworm Jim. That oh, so I'll funny. do a groovy. How about uh, groovy? Now, instead of tender, I I was like 30 years younger. I could really, I could spike my voice a lot better. Since you wouldn't do tender, can we get you to do uh, gender? Gender. (laughs) (laughs) Clip clip it and ship it, boys. Get it out. (laughs) Um, Navy Turtles asks, can we bring up men with PMDS? PM. Is this this a Ligma joke? Wait. I'm not. (laughs) Ligma. Per- persistent Mullerian duct syndrome? This is beyond my pay grade. Is it pe- wait, PEMDAS? PEMDAS. Wait, wh- okay, I'm shut so up. Stop. Here we go. Stop. Stop. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Males with... The- no, it is PMDS. Males with this disorder have normal male reproductive organs, though they also have a uterus and fallopian tubes. Oh, yep. shit. I've heard about this. This yeah. sounds so uncomfortable. I, rem- I remember a long time ago, I was watching one of those hospital dramas on TV. I can't remember if it was ER or one of those. And they had um, they had an episode where it was a it was the opposite. It was uh, it was a it was what appeared to be a little girl, but she had te- like testicles. testicles that haven't descended. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's that feels so uncomfortable. Like, does that make you like fatter? How big are wombs anyway? I don't actually know. Wait, did you, is if you punch yourself in the stomach, do you get like an extra pang from the fucking extra do you think organism? Maybe, you think maybe I just have like 47 wombs in my stomach and I'm not really fat? Yes. Dude, you don't know. You, you legitimately don't know, you. by the way, at all. You have, have no fucking clue. I don't know. Could be 47. Uh, people want to know. <laughs> people want to know if Earthworm Jim is going to come to Smash Brothers. Oh, they're being mean to me. They know I hate that question. <laughs> I get it like a hundred <laughs> times. <laughs> like, Rude. They, they want Josh to call them bunny boys. You're a, yeah, those you're are a bunny my, boy. You're a very good making fun of me. bunny Hold boy. Hold on a second. I, I have an article here. Woman celebrates wedding anniversary to French Bridge six years after marrying the handsome stone structure. That's awesome. What do you, what do you think of that, Vosh? I would. I Listen, I have to say, okay. Relationships are tough. If we could all just marry buildings, that, that's a that's a that's a rock solid relationship. Okay, that's a that's well, a know, strong. Your, your parents were married. You're like, yeah, mom and dad got married. Woman marries a bridge. The word marriage means the exact same thing. Hey, look, uh, my parents, my parents, my parents rent. Okay, if I was squirted out onto the earth and one of my parents was legal property that I that I owned, then fuck yeah, that'd be amazing. Well, they wouldn't make you, so I, I would hope. I'm glad that you had to. Oh, you just well, you just agreed that uh, adopted children parent. are just as much children as birth children. So we it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Can Leo bridges Clark? have but but Vosh, can bridges have penises and vaginas? I don't know. Have you ever seen a penis sculpted out of stone? Can they reproduce and Go make up, a child? I don't think they down. can reproduce. No. How dare you? How dare you, you? You do, you do know are, that like trans advocates acknowledge that you need like a penis and a womb. Like you generally need like the the same basic biology to make a kid. Yeah, right? they'd have to generally agree with it because it's impossible without one. Yeah, but that, but the thing, a lot of people present that as a gotcha to trans people, but trans people already know that. A lot of people yeah. will be like, oh, you you say you're a woman, you've got a dick, you can never hold a child. And like most trans, like ninety nine point nine percent of trans women, they'll probably be upset because you're being mean, but like they they know, like they're not arguing against that. They know they have a penis. 
They know they don't have a womb. That's fine. They're just a woman who doesn't have those things. There are cisgender women who don't have wombs. I mean, that is a thing. Like, for various reasons, their womb can be barren or it has to be removed surgically. And, like, there's still women after it. Like, there's still, at the end of the day, women. You wouldn't look at a woman with a barren womb and go, like, you're less of a woman. I guess some people do do that, but I think that's a pretty shitty thing to do. I don't know. No, it's not that. But if you if you took a if you took a cell culture, even of one of those uh, you know men who have fallopian tubes allegedly or whatever, if you took mm -hmm. a cell culture of one of those guys and you took it to a laboratory to any scientists, the same ones that say life begins at conception, they'd look at it under a microscope and they'd say, "Oh, this is the cell." structure of this is a male or this is a female they never look at it and go i can't tell if you're interested actually there's an incredible scientific american article explaining why you're wrong so scientists have actually been moving away from binary sexual uh, terminology to describe human um uh, uh physiology because it turns out that it's actually really really complicated there are parts of our bodies for example that can't be corresponded directly onto like a sexual map uh, yeah, like but I'm, talking about, I'm talking about blood. I'm talking about the way that they normally make markers and identifiers for sex. Like when they need, uh, you know, when they, when they need to do stuff that is unique to the human body, for instance, they have to know even what, what, if you're going to try and turn a woman into a man, they have to do the male, uh, hormones in them, whatever they have to know which one it is. So they check. Yeah, but first, trans women right? don't lie to go, doctor. Like, wait, I don't think trans people advocate like going up to their doctor and saying they're not trans. Like, if you're a trans woman, you should be forthcoming with that to your medical, you know, whatever medical professionals. Yeah, they have to, so you could start the puppet show of them pretending to be men. No, they it's go, not, it's, wait, wait, hold on. It's not, about goes, it's not about pretending to be anything. It's because trans people, you keep implying otherwise, trans people aren't like these, like, monstrous shambling mannequins dude, that lie I, to I, dude, wait hold on please, please, please. they don't they don't show, li they don't lie to like everyone monsters. around them most trans people just want to like chill and play video games and smoke a fuck ton of pot okay when yeah, they go you know to the doctor they're honest like stab people in the head and murder them oh, wait on. what are you it's talking like, it's about I, mean, I love I love leftists they're like they're magical they're magical little monkeys are like you know gays are kind of actually better than straights wait I'm not wait I'm not saying Okay, so trans people are better than cis people in at least one respect, and that they tend to know more about trans issues, gender, and sex. But, like, you, you, you keep pointing this out to be, like, some kind of threat. Trans people don't pose any existential threat to, like, I anyone did, I've never, that's You're putting words in my mouth, and you're absolutely wrong. I've never said trans people are a threat in any way. Okay, but you, you keep, projected that, though, because that's what you believe then why, I do. Then why do you keep saying stuff like, yeah, they'd better tell their doctor, or else they're going to have to get lied on because well, they don't know. I, like, no, the I, way I you talk about this stuff, indicates you, you think. It because, you know why, Vash? Because What you're do you think I believe that's wrong? You, you people are all Christophobes. Okay. Am I? Yeah, that's, but that's why you I do am it. pretty anti-religious, I'll admit. I, I never I'm, said pretty, that I'm pretty anti-religious because anti it makes people theory. like this. This brain poison yeah. seems to correspond yeah, pretty heavily have, to religious beliefs. So trans have, Doug, trans Doug, have never been, my trans friends have never been mean to me in any way, shape, or form. They're not a threat in any way, shape, or form. Okay. You can't even imply that I even think that because you're a moron. Okay, so wait, what do you, what do you think that I believe about trans people that like hurt society in any way? And if you don't I didn't say that it hurt society, I only said that it was false. Okay, so and you, you and you failed. Wait, and you failed to defend that argument earlier. You you resorted to tautology and arguing in circles. So if you can't prove that it's false, you certainly cannot. And there's no harm to society. Why the fuck do you care? 
Because I care about the truth that a man is not a woman and a woman's not a man. Why it not? goes back to religion, Bosch. It, it's, it's not religion. Yeah, not this just, is because I can. I, that's false. <laughs> I can find you plenty of Doug, non-religion people who've said the Doug, same thing. When in life did you become religious? How old were you when you really but got wait, into but it? Wait a minute, Ben. I'm just going to say, Charles Murray, Sam Harris, Ooh. Christopher Hitchens. You're bringing up but, some wacky people. Well, I'm bringing up atheists who also would say that the the idea that sex is just or gender and sex are completely I'm glad you're on the same side of the aisle want. as fucking Sam but, Harris and Charles Murray then. Yeah. No, I'm only countering you to say that it's not a Christian thing. I can find you plenty of non-Christians that believe it. That of course no, sure, is another sure, but like projection. empirically ahead, conservative values track pretty heavily onto Christianity in America. That's true, based on polling. There is a correlation there. And of course, conservative views tend to correlate with being anti-trans. Like, that just seems to be the case. I, I mean, there are exceptions. I know religious people who are cool. Funnily enough, the most progressive religious people I know are all Muslim. Or Jewish, but it's been a while since I've hung out with Jewish people. I left everyone. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a Christian, Jews. but the most progressive people I know who are religious are Christian. How many Muslims sure. do you know? Uh, Vosh asked, how many Muslims do you know? I don't know if you heard him ask that. But Two. Two? Oh. Yeah. Are they all Antifa? I mean, I mean, he does live in <laughs> no. Tennessee. I, I no. can't imagine That's a lot true. of Muslims sure, yeah, in yeah. Tennessee. Most Muslims no, I don't are going know to be any in. Muslims in Tennessee. Mine are all California guys. But I'm actually very close friends with one Muslim. But they're, but they're both extremely moderate. They're, but they are practicing. They're practicing, but moderate. Yeah, most uh, most Muslims in America are actually less politically radical than Christians and more progressive as well. So a lot of that is also the bias that comes with immigration, of course. The type of Muslim people or the type of Muslim families that are going to immigrate from like the Middle East or whatever are probably going to be more progressive because super duper sure. fucking far right Muslim people sure. probably aren't going to want to come over here to America in post 9-11 America and try to make a living here. It's probably a little bit harder for them. So, you know, there's a selection bias. But still, these guys aren't going to marry a gay. Their parents would throw them off the roof. So I'm just saying, they're moderates, but, you know. A big threat to gay more, people here in America is you guys. You just argued against gay marriage. You know, they're not like these woke, liberal, fake Muslims. They're real Muslims, but they're just not. What's a real Muslim? Uh, not, not, not so tight on Sharia law and not so I mean, yeah. if they subscribe to Islam, they're real Muslims, right? We can't. Yeah, start. I mean, these are these are devout, these are religious Muslims, but they have a there's a the moderate sect, and by the way, the moderate sect are hunted by the radicals even more than Christians or Jews. I mean, well, they hate. What did you America? mean when you said fake Muslim? Is what I was wondering. Fake Muslim would be like um, just like you know a, some rap star or something who just you know put on the pill hat and said I'm Muslim now. So do you mean like do you mean like Muhammad Ali or something? No, because I think I think Cassius Clay was the was a legit moderate American Muslim. Okay, I have no, I I don't know where the line is. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, give I don't know. I don't like I don't like religion. I um yeah I don't know. The Muslim people seem to do pretty well here in America for the most part. They seem to be like a pretty well integrated group, um, which is cool. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah, you were uh, reading super chats. Yeah. Wait, hold on, go back to those. <laughs> I saw we were, I saw yeah, some yeah, pop up a while ago that looks pretty mean. What, what what was mean about who? 
No, no, I saw some that looked mean towards me. I like the mean super chat. Oh, they're both. Want, yeah, they're mean ones towards stuff? both of you. I'm going to sure. try and uh, get through these. All right, go. Gender originally referred specifically to language categories. It was later expanded in the 50s to include other cultural things. The attempt to conflate its meaning with sexual uh, occurred later, according to Dionysus. Wait, um, wait, can you repeat the, the, be the beginning of that? Gender originally referred specifically to language categories. It was later expanded in the 50s to include other cultural things. The attempt to conflate its meaning with sex occurred later. Okay. So, in a... Okay, so wait, that's... I know enough about etymology to know that it's a little bit more complicated than that. When you use gendered language, like you... Like, ships tend to be like she, like there she goes, you know? And then we say yeah. some things are he, and of course Spanish, they do more than that. Um, the, the only reason that would ever happen is because there's some kind of correlation between characteristics that we affirm, like gendered or sexual wise, to the language that is gendered. So for example, the what genders they use for different items change between French and Spanish. The, like in, in Spanish, a table can be she, and in French it can be he. And there was a poll done for characteristics that French and Spanish people would associate with a bunch of mundane, ordinary objects. And it was found that for the French, or sorry, that for both cultures, whatever they considered to be he, a masculine signifier for the inanimate object, they would say stuff like sturdy, strong, hard, rigid, so on. And if it was more feminine, or if they used feminine language to describe it, it would be like curvy, soft, delicate, that kind of stuff. So obviously there's an association between gendered language and characteristics we associate with people based on sex. The association there may have been fleshed out more like colloquially later, but for a long time in society, there's been like this weird interplay between the two characteristics. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the, the male and female gendered languages were always tied to sex. So in Spanish, it wasn't just in the 50s, it's not like in the 50s they invented the word, you know, hermano or hermosa. It's like the female words, ella, you know, for a woman, they meant a woman. I wonder it if didn't uh, mean what people believed were a woman or whatever. It was tied to the actual did sex. You know, did you know that in Mesopotamian, sister, the technical translation for the word woman was penis haver? I don't know that. I do know That's that true. there's tricky things that they would do in the in the Hebrew and the Bible, where every once in a while they would use a female gendered word to describe God, because it meant that they were saying something soft and emotional and feminine about him. Vosh, Vosh, your background is in sociology, right? That was your main uh, field of study mm -hmm. is that correct yeah yeah that, which is would, really related think, to linguistics but not it doesn't overlap 100 percent. so i'm still a little out of my elements yeah. and stuff like that i'm i'm, I'm kind of deviating a little bit because i would think like doug do you think maybe vosh was indoctrinated by liberal universities well to go to a liberal university is to, go to a very but... liberal university i believe uh, to be fair all centers of education university is uh, redundant to be, yeah I mean, I, it's true I... more educated people tend to be more liberal that is true um yeah i mean uh, i mean yeah. humboldt state i guess is more progressive than most but like i would yes i listen i got all my hard sociology points on the streets not from my professors okay that's oh. my argument all right i got it from the streets <laughs> okay all right 
Uh, next uh, super chat, Streamlabs. <laughs> uh, this is going to be uh, really hard to get. Guys, to donate to okay. the drunken peasants. Go, all you. Don't donate to me. Fuck you. Oh, Go, well, thank you. Go. And if and if you'd like to like the stream and subscribe, we we could use that too. We we have an old channel with legacy subscribers. If anyone knows what that means. John Edison said, Vosh keeps talking over everybody. Cut his mic. That, that's one against Vosh. Oh, no. Vosh. It's one against Vosh. I'm looking for the ones against you, Vosh. <laughs> uh, Logan Gillette says, uh, what are y'all's opinions about Christian atheism? I, I think both of them are stupid. Christian atheism? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know what that means. Sounds like when you put Sounds like another nefarious attempt at sandwich. redefining language to destroy it, the white it, Christian it, males. In a... it, 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 this came from... Um, the atheist movement in the UK and Charles Murray's another one of those guys who wrote uh, the madness of crowds. They call themselves Christian atheists because they obviously they don't believe in the Christianity of Jesus Christ or anything, but they're atheists that are not willing to say that Christianity is bad. And they believe that for the West to survive, there has to be some form of religion, some form of Christianity that they hold to. So they're saying they don't believe in any of the philosophy behind it, but they believe in the structure in that they are pro the West. Okay, this is the most cringy shit I've ever seen in my life. So basically, it's people who want to hold on to every negative thing Christianity has ever influenced in America, but they also want to be able to debate their mom about atheism and win. Holy fuck, this is so cringy. <laughs> it's a form of cultural I've Christianity. This is so incredibly fucking stupid. Guys, if you're an atheist, do the fucking groundwork and learn how to axiomatically justify. Go get Read some fucking year one philosophy, learn epistemology, and learn how to justify your beliefs about the universe without deferring to an archaic fucking set of cultural beliefs that you don't actually believe in, but you're only believing in because you like the cultural associations too. Holy shit. Yeah, this seems like something like fashy shit. Like there were a lot of atheistic elements to like modern fascism. Uh, many modern fascists are atheists, but they still adopt Christian or Nordic aesthetics and sometimes even pretend to believe in it. It's really weird stuff. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Eric said Sorry. fake Muslim. It's okay. The fake Muslim equals halal in the streets, haram in the sheets. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> um, <laughs> Passionate Lobster said they aren't Christian phobe because they aren't afraid of their deep-seated Christianity, unlike some uh, people. Uh, Javier Valenzuela said, Doug, how can I be a mediocre sack yet successful like you without any good advice? I'll assume it was your whiteness that got you past your mediocrity. Sadly, I can't use this tactic. Javier, I got to tell you, um, I think everybody here respects Doug for the, the work he's done on, on many platforms. To call him mediocre is, is like, that's ridiculous. I'll tell you what, I, I've never seen anyone crowdfund a, a comic book project like he does. Like, that's <laughs> in, the like, that's you ever amazing. seen someone get 400,000 followers in four weeks? No, no. But, yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's like, because they had to they had to leave the sinking ship that was MAGA. They figure they go to the cartoon guy that tells them everything I, they love. So <laughs> many, it, it's amazing, like, how many people wanted a new Earthworm Jim comic. And it, like, they, yeah, yeah. It's but I do agree with Javier, it really is just because I'm white. I just show. <laughs> they, just, they just threw, they backed the money truck up to my house. Fair, that's how it works. This goes life. both ways, by the way, is if I would be anywhere near where I am right now if I wasn't white. Motherfuckers, if I was doing this fucking an edgy debate bro bullshit and i was black you think i wouldn't have already been run off the goddamn internet by now okay that's that that go to be fair that goes always 
I saw Derek, uh, some black guy got run off the internet. Well, no, in the well, he was in our chat <laughs> earlier. I don't know if he's still there, but uh, yeah, what's up, man, he got a he got a banned on Twitter because he made his his main account, account a parody of Trump's account, and, and it was hilarious. And by the way, great joke, and they fucking needed him for. What piece I have to joke. say this now, Vosh. I was offended by your take on beer. I'm guessing you've only drank American piss water beer. Uh, I, I listen, I'm biased. I don't like alcohol much at all. Okay, after four okay. years of alcohol intolerance, I found one fucking wine that I can tolerate drinking, and so I'm coming off pretty negative, you know. So, uh, have you ever been to Europe and had the beer there? I've never been to Europe. No, the okay. wine I drink I, is from Europe, though. I think the the they they just have alcohol down better, I guess. Uh, but Belgium and Germany have the best beer. There's even like fruity beer from Belgium that tastes like dude, like it's soda. Practically. Yeah, I like. I want that gay shit, dude. What, what is like, everyone wants to be night? Look at this thing. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's snowbird. Local snowbird. It says it's a blend with cocoa nibs and raspberries, which sucks because I like I like bitter dark beer, and this one they snuck in the raspberries on it. That's good during the winter. Yeah, um, yet, like I went to Belgium uh, years ago, and uh, me and my friends that I was there with all drank this red beer called Delirium Red, and it it's like elderberry beer, but it tasted like red soda. If you ever had like a red. Yeah, colored all, soda. All, everything should taste like Mike and Ike's. I don't know why we, we, we persist in this delusion that life is better if we all stoically sit on our armchairs drinking scotch, okay? How, now, how if, old are you? If Mike I could, I... I am 15 years old, sir. <laughs> if I could, I would just inject alcohol directly into my the fucking temple of my head and immediately <laughs> experience the intoxicating effects. Because I don't give a fuck. Uh, the about the calories and time and effort and pissing associated with getting wasted off of alcohol. But you should probably just keister it then. That's the quickest is way. That the, this the is a communist chucking? look at getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a good way to die. People have died dump, uh, doing that. Yeah. So, dude, can you, what about yeah. a what about a butt chug um, like bicycle or like the um, the the cycling machines where you sit in it, you get all set up, and then you just cycle, and that feeds the mechanism, and you're like wasted in three minutes. And you cycle it, and since you're not drinking it, you don't have to like, you don't have to digest it. So you can just pump it up your ass, pump it back into the cycle system, and pump it up the next guy's ass. So you can share the same beer. Okay, I, I was towing the I, limit of degeneracy. You pushed oh, it over that limit. Yeah, I disavow. Oh, no, no, he's the most degenerate person I know, easily. <laughs> I, I, sometimes back before I got on this crazy diet where I haven't been drinking, I, I, I used to do beer bongs for donos and I would do like three or four in a row where you drink a beer in like two seconds over and over and over again Jeez. and just get crazy wasted. And that's probably the quick, like if you don't like beer, that's the best way to probably drink it. Um, now I, I covered the beer thing with Vosh. Now I gotta, I gotta go over to Doug. We demand to see this Mothman movie. Oh, we want the Mothman movie. I can't, Wait, is that all, I can't find a cut of it. I went looking through my basement for all the tapes, finding it. I couldn't. I, 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 all I could find was a really bad version of it on like VHS tapes. So I don't know what's going to happen with it. I've, it's so bad that I don't even care if it ever. You don't have the original film? No, I lost that. What was it shot on? Was it VHS millimeter? Like I had I, I, I shot it on the ends from uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil and Mouse Hunt. We got their so, ends. So, so there's <laughs> a 
there's a town in West Virginia called Point Pleasant. That's right. And they had a disaster that occurred there. Yep. Uh, Silver Bridge disaster in 1966. 66, okay. That was the year yeah. I was born, so that's what attracted me to the story initially. A supernatural event occurred where a bridge collapsed over the Ohio River and uh, – a bunch of people died. It's yep. it, it's a weird story. It's it's an urban legend. No, so I, I shot it in I shot it my movie in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Was that the bridge that was married to the lady? Yeah, that's right. It was the, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Hey, hold moth, on. Can you charge a bridge with murder? Woman. They were given a no fault divorce though. <laughs> hey guys, it's getting Doug, late. I gotta jump. How long do I have to stay on for? It's ten twenty. You can leave, man. If it's if you gotta go, we real. Actually, you're Doug, out there, man. Doug, if you could you do know? a 24-hour stream with us, actually, um, yeah, you didn't know what you signed up for. <laughs> oh, that'd kill me. <sighs> yeah, it's okay. My parents go to bed early. I know, I'm, 54, I'm 54, but you make me feel 55. You're only 14 <laughs> years older than me. Really? Yeah, I'm. You're I'm gonna be 40. I'm gonna be 40 We're this little year. Babies oh, over goodness. here, Doug. Before yeah. you go, I'm 26. Um, I, you're all old. You're a in you're yeah, yeah, that's kid. true. Thank you. That's true. I, I I wouldn't date a girl as old as Vosh. That's way too old. Me and Onision. No. Um, Doug, before you go, oh, yeah. you, you always you tell flirt me. Flirt with uh, me, you're gonna get a grooming allocation thrown your way. Yeah. Uh, it it happens. Yeah. Before you go, Doug, you, you always talk about how you like to have like your cigar rooms and stuff and, yeah. and your little celebrations. What have you done to celebrate the success your channel has been having over the last uh, month or so? Like, what, what was your, what was your big celebration? I, I, I want. I'm interested. Well, we do a we do a live stream every hundred thousand subs, so that was one a week for four weeks. <laughs> I do so. I do a I did a four hundred thousand live stream was one celebration. I do. I wear my cardboard American kaiju helmet down there that I built a kaiju helmet. Kaiju and, is awesome. And then uh, I'm I'm gonna hire an assistant, so I'm celebrating that way. And I'm just gonna get, you know, what's gonna be cool is with the money, because we've raised about 150 grand now. With that, you're gonna give it to DP. 150 thousand dollars on ad ad rev. <laughs> in, in four on weeks. In four weeks. Oh, oh, oh. So, what that does is. It frees up my art form so that if I choose to go and do some oil painting or do another crowdfunded comic, I have my art table is right there to do Bigfoot Bill 3 I need to get started on. But suddenly, if the book fails in some way or if I come a little bit short, I don't have to worry about paying the bills. So that's the good news is that the money is going to help me. When I have the bills covered, my creativity starts going through the roof because I go, oh, I, I don't have to worry about, you know, selling out and making a living. So suddenly I, I can be a lot more free and experimental with my art. So that's the I thing suppose, that money buys me. I suppose that's a good celebration. So, I was hoping you were going to say like a, a $4,000 bottle of cognac or something. No, gosh, I'm not. What did? I, I got four How do you feel about I'm uh, in college. <laughs> Bosh, how do you feel about the meteoric rise of, of Doug's channel? What do you think that's a symptom of? I think it's fantastic, and I'm glad okay. you're able to fund your art projects. I, yeah. too, have artistic <laughs> ambitions, though I am obviously not as accomplished of an artist as you. And it is. I recently spent some of that YouTube streamer money buying a Cintiq, 
So uh, uh, maybe I'll be able to get some of that done, you know? Hey, I got a, I got a Cintiq right here too. Good job. I'll, maybe I'll give you some pointers on it right there. Yeah. You know, the thing about the audience also is I'm a mass media artist. And so, but my, my first calling is doing comics and putting on shows and animation, not doing a political channel. So when the political channel blew up, you know, one of the shows did like 2 million views. I haven't had someone, 2 million people look at my stuff in 10 years. So I'm just not going to walk away from that audience and say, guys, I have nothing to say here. I go, I'm going to, I'm going to embrace that audience. And a lot of them are the deplorable, well, here's the thing. hard here's right the thing. Christians. Here's the thing about you, Doug. I honestly, I, I think you're genuine in your beliefs. Uh. I don't think you're making this stuff up. I think you actually believe this stuff. So uh, no matter how much I disagree with it, I'm not going to call you a liar. I think you really do believe it. Yeah. So, and I, I, I can at least respect so that. It was easy for me to, to do a lot of these videos because I'm not pretending to be something. I'm, now I might be a little more of a showman or I might clarify points and exaggerate them a little more for entertainment purposes and call names and stuff. That's not being, I'm not trying to be a careful debate <sighs> or anything like that. I'm not that. I'm just kind of putting on a show I'm on for man. people like Billy's mom, you know, people like my parents, people. <laughs> she that, appreciates it. I love yeah, putting I on shows for it. Billy's mom. We do have a lot of common. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Doug, uh, do you think you'll ever make Earthworm Jim, but instead of a worm, he's a fetus that that survived an abortion and goes around and saves the world? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that, but I will say shit. Actually, my next project that I'll be working on is going to surprise you. How's that? I'm excited to see your work. I always am. I I, I appreciate. I the saw work you, you do got do. that one thing. Uh, what what was it? Some kind of yeah. Uh, Doug sent me an awesome package. It was. Every, I want one. You. I mean, shoot. To everybody should have everybody could have got one if they would have supported the Kickstarter. Unironically, though, like we have fucking... the Indiegogo open for maybe a couple more days. Indiegogo. If you want to grab yeah. Earthworm Jim Two, has just come out. Earthworm Jim One and Two, if you want, get in there and buy it on Indiegogo because we're going to shut it down in the next couple of days, and those deliver in February. Yeah, you put out great stuff through that, like all the all the printed materials. Yeah. It's just it's it's a real nice package. Someone did say, Doug, that like you were kind of shitting on millennials, but millennials are probably a big part of your yeah. audience. Millennials so, are like forty I, now. I, I, do I'm always, a, I shit yeah. on millennials like I shit on anime. It's nothing personal. I'm just screwing around. But the cool okay. thing about millennials yeah. is they love being shit on, and they'll pay you more when you shit on them. You fucking idiots! <laughs> Are you gonna, gonna start watch an OnlyFans? Fucking idiots to watch this show and you just start donating. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Doug. You can go to bed. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Vosh. It was great. Thank you, with you for coming. Appreciate, on. I appreciate the it. interchange, and you know, again, any way I can help you, let me know. And I just, um, you know, it's all good, and I'm, and I appreciate that. Uh, I feel like I. I heard you out and you acquitted yourself well. And thanks for you guys for hosting me and having me on. I just feel like anytime you bring a 54 year old man on your show, uh, that's kind of it's a usually, cool move. Yeah. It's usually a, how to catch a predator thing, but with you, it's, <laughs> it's different. Next yeah. time we talk, I'll defend that. I'll get you to be pro Antifa. Okay. Well, uh, there you go. <laughs> get in there. Yeah. Oh man. You know Antifa is an actual place. You you get a membership card when you join. <laughs> yeah, people think it's an organization. Country. It's actually the name of a cave system that stretches underneath Ohio. You have to make it from one end of the system to another without any tools or equipment. And if you do, you get given the the black gear symbolizes the darkness of the cave nights. Um, that you I want to mention. 
I want to mention something because it's a meme to mention Ohio on this show, and this is the first episode ever where someone else mentioned it before me. <laughs> because I'm from Ohio, so I normally mention it at least once. Okay, okay going back to Mothman, that bridge went from Point yeah. Park in West Virginia to Gallipolis, Ohio. I've been there. I've been there. It goes oh, right. right over the Ohio oh, River. Gallipolis. We were wondering how to announce it. I'm from, I'm from Toledo, Ohio. It's like in the Rust Belt. We couldn't pronounce Gallipolis the other night. Yeah, we were, we were, Gallipolis. We were, I, yeah, I wasn't sure how to say that. I'm not uh, sure so. either, but I know we yeah. shot footage over there. All right, guys, I'm going to go. God bless you guys. Night, I love night. you, buddy, but not in a gay way. Right yeah. <laughs> in a perfectly Christian way. We do.